Hi, hey, hello. I'm Holly and you're listening to The Animal Show on Mac Live, Live FM. And today on the show, we have a guest that has a few four-legged friends. Hey, Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How are you feeling today? Yeah, good, good. Yourself? Pretty good. Um, So just during the show, we're going to ask you a few questions, just asking about the animals at school. Yep. So yep. what got you so interested in animals? Well, for me, it's all sort of started with uh, a bit of a, a love for dinosaurs at a very, very small and young age. Yeah. Um, and then from there, my childhood was basically Steve Irwin documentaries and David Attenborough documentaries. Mm. Uh, and then by sort of a chance event, one of my mum's friends had some reptiles that she kept at home and they were going away for a holiday. And at the time, I didn't realise that was a thing that people could do. I didn't realise you could keep yeah. animals at home like that. Uh, and I was tasked with looking after them while they'd gone away. And then, yeah, from that point on, basically it sort of snowballed from there. Uh, at home, I have about 30-odd reptiles and then at the school working with reptiles as well. It's, yeah, it's gone from sort of this little side thing to basically what's become my life nowadays. Yeah. So it's always been something you've been interested in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, How long have you been working with animals for? Um. At, I suppose at out, outside of the, the working at the school, it's been the last sort of five, six years at home. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the school's only been sort of the last oh, probably six to 12 months now, give or take. Yeah. So you were a student here. Was it whilst being a student here, did you also find interest in the animals that they had at school? Yes, yes. Funnily enough, the uh, the main reason I ended up picking to go to McKillop was because of the animals more yeah. than anything. Uh, and then through the, the last sort of couple of years of the, the while I was here, we were able to do a zoo crew, which was a, a student zookeeper program. We had a, a small group of students that were involved in that. Uh, unfortunately, it's taken a bit of a backseat at the moment just because schedules haven't really aligned, but we will be looking to bring that back at some point. Um, so the, the idea behind that was to bring sort of the, the older age bracket of students as mentors and then have the juniors coming up to then replace them once the older kids move on and have that first-hand experience with animals, basically. Yeah, so basically just trying to get other kids interested in animals and try and teach them more about it. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like fun. Yeah, um, yeah, it was good. It was very good. As I said, we're hoping to bring it back at some point, but um, yeah, it was an awesome program. Honestly, if I knew about that as a kid, I'd definitely try and join it. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's one of those things, you know, uh, I've found with my experience over the years that um, kids are always extremely interested in and passionate about animals, it's then they reach a certain age group where it becomes this sometimes innate fear of particularly reptiles. Um, and I think that's more than anything, it's a combination of media influence and influence from parents. Yeah. Um, like for me, I've done a few uh, animal shows at uh, like shopping centers and things like that. And it's always the little kids that come running up first and their parents are 20 metres in the other direction <laughs> screaming for the kids to come back. Yeah. So what type of animal shows do you do? Yeah, so I've done um, – they're, they're called wildlife demonstrations and essentially there's a few different companies in Victoria that do it. Basically it's whether it's birthday parties or um, shopping centre demonstrations. Usually it's a, a series of tanks with some animals in them and then we have some animals out for people to interact with as well. Uh, we have done a couple down at St. Mary's as well, uh, where that's for their sustainability day. So you've got, give or take about half the campus in one room, and then you've got animals coming around so people can hold them and touch them and that sort of thing as well. Um, so 
what animals do you work with whilst yep. at the school? Yep. yep. Um, so the school's collection is mostly reptiles as well. Uh, we do have things like chickens and we've got some birds as well. Uh, aviary birds, that is. So things like cockatoos, uh, rainbow lorikeets, a couple of parrots, that sort of stuff. Uh, but majority of the collection is uh, lizards and snakes. We've also got a few fish tanks as well. Yeah. Um, what type of qualifications do you have? Yep, yep. Um, so currently my qualification list is basically just experience, uh, but I am currently doing a, a Bachelor of Environmental Science with a focus on wildlife conservation biology as well. So while at McKill, did you do any studying in animals? Um, yes and no. Not I suppose not directly. Mine was more hands-on. So for the last couple of years of my time at McKillop, I was working at a local pet shop. Uh, I'd done work experience with a friend of mine who does the wildlife demonstration stuff. He's basically got a zoo at his house uh, and that sort of stuff. But the the formal qualifications for me are, are happening now, basically. Yeah. Um, I know myself, I'm doing Cert 2 in animal studies right now. And I'm still at that point where I'm just trying to work out what to do afterwards. Yep. So all I know is I definitely want to do something with animals since yep. I grew up basically surrounded them. Yep. yep. Um, well, on that note, yeah. uh, the I think it was Melbourne, Zoos Victoria announced uh, a couple of months back that they're reworking their Cert 3 captive animals. Yeah. Um, they're slightly changing how that works now, but that's that's running out of Melbourne. And from what I've seen out of the, the zoo field, Generally, it's either a bachelor's degree or that Cert 3 that is the, the base qualification that they want. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got plenty of options there too. Yeah, so you have to be quite qualified to get any mm. type of zoos or anything like that. I know at the Warby Zoo, um, you have to be 18 to be able to do work placement there, yep. but you also have to have a certificate because yep. like, they, they need to make sure that you're actually qualified to do the work that's there. Yeah, yeah, and I suppose the thing with the zoos in particular is that they can have quite high um, high intake, I suppose. A lot of people want to be there, so they've got to sort of, yeah, keep that in mind too. Um, For the people just joining us now, you're listening to The Animal Show on Mac Live on Live FM. And for the show today, we have Josh who works with animals at the school and we're trying to dive deeper into his job. So also with your job, does that like help working with other kids, trying to see them inspired more in animals as well? Yes, definitely. So one part of the, the, the animal husbandry side of things that I do at the school as well is um, having that interaction with animals with students. So like, for example, on McKillop Day, we had an animal set up there. Uh, and oftentimes for relevant science classes, I'll go in with some of the animals to do a bit of a talk about whatever the kids are learning that's relevant to the animals that we have. So for example, some of the biology classes look at classification of animals. And so I might bring in a, a blue tongue lizard and a snake and talk about how they're similar, but different at the same time. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's all about that sort of, yeah, combining that hands-on and what they're actually learning and sort of bringing them together. Yeah. I remember very much as a kid, I asked my mom last Christmas for a blue tongue lizard because we have cats. She was obviously like, no, Yeah. yeah. but always being around like animals as a kid, I never really got scared of them. They were just something I really wanted to work with. Yep. And I know at my primary school, we used to have a blue tongue lizard there that we'd take out daily to put out onto the school oval just for like some sun. Yep. And a lot of the kids were like, I don't know why you're doing that. Like mm. it's, 
it's just disgusting to see yeah. an animal. Yeah. And I'm like, it's actually kind of cool. It just kind of sits there and then runs off and then you have to chase it <laughs> to try and put it back in. There's certainly, certainly you're sort of two different groups of people, really. You find animal people, a lot of animal people will tend to stay sort of together as well and sort of click on that. Um, but yeah, you'll have, certainly there's two different distinct groups of people where you've got your animal people and you've got your non-animal people. And there's a, a big difference between the two yeah. of them. <laughs> there's a lot of people that have fears against animals as well, That's which it, is yeah. just kind of, you don't really see why people have fears towards them. Cause you as an animal lover, you don't really see any way it could like threaten you or yep. like hurt yep. you. Cause you've gotten kind of used to it, but other people, they kind of just go, uh, don't really want to touch that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even with animal people, uh, like I myself am a little bit, I'm not overly fond of spiders. I'll be completely honest. Uh, one of my other friends, he is completely terrified of mice, Yeah. but he has about a thousand animals at his house. So it's just, it's funny how, even though we all like animals as a whole, there are certain things that people still sort of aren't particularly fond of as well yeah like i know working with animals myself i'd never work with a snake yeah but i'd happily go and pick up a blue tongue or like some type of dog or something like that which i know some people are like oh i don't really want to work with dogs but i'll happily go and pick up a snake and i don't know how people do that yeah everybody's that everybody's got their i suppose everybody's got their um their niche and that thing that they're really passionate about and I suppose, yeah, everybody's different in that sense as well. Yeah. I know my dad would definitely kill me if I bring a snake <laughs> Um, What animals do we have here at the school that you most enjoy feeding? Yep, yep. Um, so as I'm sure you can probably guess, my main thing is the reptiles. Um, mm-hmm. In particular, one of the, the snakes that we've got at the school, uh, his name is Piff. Uh, Piff's a, a diamond python. Uh, and when I first started working with the animals at the school. He was basically the size of a piece of spaghetti. Yep. Uh, nowadays he's about, give or take, maybe six foot long, which is about 1.8 metres, uh, and give or take about as thick as your wrist. Um, he's probably a personal favourite of mine. I could never see that as a personal favourite of some of the students. <laughs> I can imagine taking that into a classroom and half the kids get up and be like, I'm not going near that. Yeah, well, even sometimes you've got to be mindful of the teachers too. There's one of the yeah. science teachers in particular who is absolutely petrified of the snakes, but uh, late last year, his students basically forced an animal talk to happen in their class. So I just sort of brought in one of the one of the snakes, but was mindful of him. He basically spent the whole time fiddling with other things, not looking at the snake in the classroom. Was just kind of over in the corner doing their yep. own thing, just yep. kind of like yep. there is a snake. I'm not going near it. Um, what's your favorite animal? Yeah, yeah. I suppose Piff is probably the main one at the school. Um, I Personally, I'm a big fan of the snakes, particularly the Australian pythons. Um, my personal favourite species, though, is probably the Murray-Darling carpet pythons. Um, they're one of the two that are native to Victoria. They're um, considered a, a threatened or endangered species in Victoria as well. Um, it's, they're, yeah, a very rare species and they're really cool. I've got a couple of them at home. Yeah, I feel like with animal people, there's two different types. There's the types that love like reptiles and lizards and all that. And then there's the other people that are like, I'd much rather go and play with like a cat or dog or a horse or go do farm stuff. Yeah, yeah. You've definitely got the, um, I suppose it's the, the cute and fluffy group and then it's the, the, the other group. <laughs> That's kind of just like, no, nah, I don't want to play with a cat. I want to go play with this lizard in the corner or something. Yeah, yeah. I tend to find that um, bug and reptile people tend to sort of, 
have similar interests and then you've got the people that like the native mammals and yeah dogs cats and the farm yeah. animals and that sort of stuff growing up did you own any pets yourself um yeah well i suppose not not at a i mean i did have a, a couple of dogs uh younger in the younger years um but as far as like the the reptiles and that sort of stuff go at home, that's only been the last sort of five or six years. Otherwise, it ha- we did have a, a dog for a while and we do have a dog now. Um, but I suppose I don't count that as like my animal. It's sort of just the, the family animal. It's more sort of mum and dad's responsibility than mine. Yeah. Um, whereas the, the animals that I have now, are well and truly, they're, they're my thing to look after. <laughs> do you live with anyone to like make it like to be like, oh, well, I don't really want that animal near me, but... It's like say you have roommates or something. Would they approve with all the well, animals? You know, it's um, it's funny you mention that. So I still live at home with mum and dad, but um, it took a lot of convincing uh, to have a snake in the house from mum. Mum was absolutely petrified. Uh, so after many years of Mr. Arisness influence, actually, yep. um, and a few going to a few snake talks and that sort of thing, eventually it just sort of happened, and now I have more snakes at home than lizards. Uh, and she's fine with it now, but it took a lot of convincing to get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did you end up working at the school? Yep, yep. So I suppose for the, the six years that I was a student here, um, I every Friday I was in Mr. Arrowsmith's office looking after the snake. That was Piff at the time. Um, and then it sort of progressed from there with the zoo crew stuff and that sort of thing. Um, and there was a few periods in time where uh, Travis or Mr. Moore, who's the, the main animal tech, he had to go on leave a few times with some uh, injuries. And uh, I was employed by the school to look after the animals during that sort of period of time. Um, and then we got to the end of my year 12, so last year, um, and Travis was still off sick. So uh, I got approached from Mr. Arrowsmith basically the day of my last exam uh, to come back the next day and start working here and I haven't stopped since. So he was kind of just like, hey, do you want to work with animals here? And you were like, yep. yes, yep. that sounds fun. Yeah, that was pretty much how it went. Uh, the The story goes that um, actually before my last exams, um, they didn't really have anybody who could look after the animals full time. So uh, my mum who works in the office, uh, she was – getting heckled by Mr. Arrowsmith about mm. me coming into work. Uh, and then eventually, once I'd finished, it was a no-brainer. Uh, I had nothing better to do for the summer, so I figured yeah. I might as well. Did you enjoy it at first or was it just kind of like, oh, I'm going back to school? Well, actually, it's it's funny. Um, I didn't really see it as going back to school, um, but it was sort of talking to everybody else that I had gone to school with, they were like, oh, we're doing a whole lot of nothing. And I'm like, huh. I haven't left yet, <laughs> but um, for me, it's it's sort of just it's a different routine now. But it's still it's the same place, but it's different. Um, like it was funny when they because they've changed all the bell times. Yeah. So my brain wiring doesn't quite click with the bell times anymore. Yeah. Because I'm used to the six years of it going off at a set time, and then I'd go off and do something. Um, and for the I think the first month of working here. Every time the bell went, I'd get up and be like, all right, I got to go to class. And I go, wait, no, I don't actually need to do that. <laughs> I work here now. I, <laughs> I can watch the other kids walking off to their class. That's it. And getting used to the um, people who 
were my teachers are now colleagues and that is a still a strange thing that I'm still getting used to now. You're like, I know you used to teach me, but now we're, we're equals. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Is it strange to walk around school and be like, she taught me, but now we're like colleagues? Yes, yes. It's it's very strange. And uh, sometimes there's a few times where I'd look at my uh, what I was wearing and go, oh, I hope Miss Gelbart doesn't pull me up on anything. And I'm like, wait, no, it's not actually a thing anymore. It's fine. <laughs> Um, so what's the like worst part about working at the school? Uh, I suppose I think that the most difficult or most challenging thing is probably some of the work with the birds, um, because they can be very messy animals. Uh, and one of the cockatoos in particular has a tendency to like biting people's feet. Um, so he can be a bit of a challenge to work with. Um, but in saying that it's of working with animals you expect you're going to have some animals that just aren't going to like you it's just the way it is so it's not such a bad thing really um i i remember year seven the cockatoo goss yep that that bird is so annoying every yep. school recess anything you walk him past and it just starts screaming at you yep he's for no uh, reason he's also the one that has a thing for feet so yeah he's a fun <laughs> one to work with uh i'm I know a lot of kids try and feed him like sticks and stuff and he has a little log in there yep. that the sticks just go and they disappear. Yeah, yeah. He um he's certainly an interesting animal. They um definitely they like to to chew on a lot of things. So you'll find a lot of the the branches that we put into his cage will have little teeth marks in them from his beak as well. So he's trying to like clean his beak or like sharpen it or just blatantly trying to eat it. Oh, it's probably a bit of both sort of that sharpening element, but also trying to blunt it as well because sometimes the beaks can grow a little bit too long. Yeah. So they use that to sort of grind it down, kind of like a sandpaper. So when you look at other people that were in the same year level as you when you graduated, yep. do they look at you now and go, well, you're working with the school. Does that mean that you still have to follow the school rules and all that? Oh, I suppose, to be fair, I don't think any of them have thought of that, but I think it's... I do. Whenever I do see somebody, they kind of get a bit of a surprise that I'm still here uh, and that I haven't left yet. <laughs> They're like, "You're still doing Year Twelve," and you're like, "No, I work here." <laughs> but I think they also knew that it was going to happen basically from the get go because I've always had that sort of yeah animal thing going on. So I think they just sort of expected it to happen. I think we're slowly starting to come to an, the end. But before you go, can you just leave us with like three random animal facts beforehand? Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, all right, here we go. So uh, I'll, I'll do one of my favorite species, the blue tongues. Um, so they give birth to live young. Uh, their blue tongue is used to reflect UV light into the eyes of birds of prey. Um, and they can drop their tails. How's that? Happy with that? Yeah, that's pretty good. Sadly, this is all the time that we have today. Thank you, Josh, for coming along and answering all my questions. No worries. Um, you've been listening to the Animal Show on Live Mac, Mac Live, Live FM. 